Hello, welcome to worship today. Thank you for joining me. And we will begin our worship with a confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dearest Jesus, at your word, we have come again to hear you. Let our thoughts and hearts be stirred, and in glowing faith be near you. As the promises here given, draw us only up to Sight lie in deepest darkness shrouded till your spirit breaks the night, filling us with light unclouded. All good thoughts and all good living come but by your gracious giving. Radiance of God's glory bright, light of light from God proceeding. Jesus, send your blessed light, help our hearing, speaking, heeding, that our prayers and songs may please you. As with grateful hearts we praise you. Oh, 
Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, praise to you and adoration. Grant us what we need the most, all your gospel's consolation. While we here on earth await you, till in heaven with praise we greet you. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Compassionate God, you gather the whole universe into your radiant presence. Bring wholeness and to all that is broken, and speak truth to us in our confusion, that all creation will know your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, he entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at Jesus' teachings, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. Just then there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying out in a loud voice, came out of him. They were all amazed, and they kept asking one another, What is this, a new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding regions of Galilee. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, we continue this week with the early days of Jesus' ministry. Last week, Jesus was preaching to people and gathering his disciples for his travels. And today we find him in Capernaum, and he is teaching in the synagogue. There were others who taught in the synagogue, but those who were there that day heard something different. Jesus was teaching with authority. So how did his teaching differ from what was heard on a regular basis in the synagogue? What does it mean when it is said he taught with authority? The scribes who were the usual teachers, I'm sure, were good at what they did. But all their knowledge was second-hand and taken from things they had heard from others. But here was Jesus, who did not have to hear the stories. He lived those stories. He was with God from the beginning and saw all that had happened from the time God created the earth and the heavens. What he was telling the people did not differ much from what they had heard before. It was not what he was saying, but how he was saying it. He had a passion and a believability 
They could only come from someone who had lived those stories. He was credible. He was so credible that the unclean spirits knew that he meant what he said. They feared for their existence. And before anyone else knew who this Jesus was, the unclean spirits knew and declared Jesus the Holy One of God. From what Jesus said that day, and from what the people had witnessed as the unclean spirit came out of the man, got people talking, and it wasn't long before many people had heard about Jesus and were wondering who this man was and what was he going to do next. His authority was beginning to be believed, and the religious leaders were not happy. They did not want Jesus to interfere in their business and change how they conducted themselves in the synagogue. For them, Jesus was not an authority. Jesus was a threat. Now, authority can mean different things to different people. What some that day witnessed meant authority was going to change their lives for the better. They had hoped for a new life with Jesus. Now, for others, Jesus' authority meant they were being stripped of their leadership. Suddenly, there was someone who could take away their hold on the people. Now, isn't that the same dilemma we have today? We struggle with authority. We struggle with who should have authority, how it should be used, and when to hold on to it or give it up to someone else. We see this happening in government, in the workplace, in homes, and yes, even in church. There are some who fiercely cling to their perceived authority, not willing to let go. There are others who want to turn over their authority to someone else and can find no one willing to take on the responsibility that comes with that authority. And then there are others who have no one who has authority and their lives are chaotic. Some authority is, unfortunately, not genuine. It comes from a need to control, like the religious leaders who fought against Jesus. Some authority is ego-driven. It feels good to be in charge and to be listened to by others. And some authority comes from sincere desire to help, but falls short because the person is not adequately equipped for the job. Then there are some who are passionate and can command authority because they intimately know the situation and have a desire to do whatever is necessary for the good of all involved. We all face different kinds of authority in different places, and it is up to us to know when authority is for the good of all involved or when it is misplaced and needs to be changed. Just as those people in the synagogue listened to Jesus and knew he spoke with authority, it is up to us to listen and decide. Sincerity is not that hard to spot. 
We will always agree. Will we always agree on who is speaking with sincere authority and who is speaking with misplaced authority? Well, no, we won't. We all have different ideas on what we want in our lives and who can get us what we want. We even hear what is said differently according to our circumstances. It happened to Jesus. The people who felt oppressed by those who were currently in government and church positions welcomed Jesus and what he had to say to them. But those who held those positions of authority were surprised by the fact that Jesus was willing to risk his life to defend the people. They wanted him gone. They wanted the people to stop following him. And we know they went to great lengths to stop Jesus. So when we hear different voices speaking with what may be authority, how do we know which voices to listen to and obey? Those people in the synagogue with Jesus listened to him because he spoke with passion and understanding. As the people followed him in his ministry, he not only continued to speak to them, but he showed them in his actions that he cared for all people. So as we listen to those who claim to have authority, we too can listen to them and ask ourselves if we hear them sincerely speaking to us, and do they understand the situation and how it is affecting not only us but others. And it doesn't stop there. Are these people showing us not only in their words but in their actions that they have the best interests of all people on their mind and in their heart? When Jesus left us, he left us with the command to love one another. If those in authority are not following that commandment, then they are not speaking with an authority we want to follow. Jesus gained the confidence of the people because he healed the sick, fed the hungry, and cared for the poor. He did this for everyone, not just Jews, but Gentiles, not just the chosen, but the outcasts. He defied those who wanted him to only care for those who they perceived were acceptable. Jesus did all he could to show them that God's love and mercy were for everyone. Now it is up to us to show that same love for all people, let us all speak with the authority Jesus has given us to carry on his ministry and open our arms to all. And let us not only speak, but let us in our actions show everyone's God's love and mercy. Amen. Using the words of the Nicene Creed, let us confess our holy faith. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is, seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, 
Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
guided by Christ, made known to the nations. Let us offer our prayers for the church, the world, and all people in need. For all who share the gospel and proclaim freedom in Christ throughout the world, prophets, teachers, pastors, deacons, and lay leaders, for the church and its ministries, let us pray. Have mercy, O God. For all of God's creation, plants and animals, water and soil, forests and farms, and for those who work to protect our natural resources, let us pray. Have mercy, O God. For government and leaders, cities and nations, elected officials and grassroots organizers, for all who are responsible for the well-being of civil society, and for those in military service and their families, may their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Let us pray. Have mercy, O God. For those who suffer in mind, body, or spirit, those who are sick, hospitalized, or struggle with mental illness, we pray especially for those affected by COVID, those listed in our bulletin, those we carry in our hearts, and those we name aloud. Meyer, Maggie, Michael, Chad. Let us pray. Have mercy, O God. For our congregation, as we convene for our annual meeting, may our voices be heard and may our decisions bring glory to God. Let us pray. Have mercy, O God. For the covenant God made with us in the waters of baptism, in thanksgiving for the baptized who have died in the Lord, let us pray. Have mercy, O God. Merciful God, hear the prayers of your people, spoken or silent, for the sake of the one who dwells among us, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
Go in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.